Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Second Take. Um, again, if you enjoy our content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Spotify, and check out our TikTok. We are going to be trying our best to post daily on our YouTube and our TikTok and twice a week during the NFL season for Spotify. So check us out, get us a follow, and of course, like, dislike, comment, hate, bring it. Don't really care. I just want to hear your opinion. So um, today we're going to dissect the NFL power rankings. We're going to have our top five because, you know, outside of that, what really matters. And then we're going to go through game by game and have our week three pick'em segment. Um, last week, I don't think I did very well because a lot of crazy crap happened. But this week, I have a good feeling going into the week. Um, but starting off. Ryan, do you have any kind of honorable mentions for your power rankings and outside looking in team? Or are you just going to dive right into number five? My only team that I have an honorable mention for, I do think there's a little bit of a gap here. I would just say the Buffalo Bills, simply because they didn't quite show out as they were supposed to in week one when Rodgers went down for the Jets. A lot of turnovers from Josh Allen. They look like the Buffalo we're used to in week two against the Raiders. They would be my outside looking in team. Can't hate it that um, it's the erratic play of Josh Allen, man. He can one night he can look like the best quarterback in the NFL, and the next he can look like a complete dumpster fire. Uh, too much hero ball in New York, and almost a dang near perfect game against the Raiders. I am surprised to see where they end up in the division, as they were our picker, uh, our division winner. I actually don't have them in, I guess you consider it my top six. I would have them right at number seven if I had to pick, um, just because I just think there are six teams that are kind of more well-rounded this season than they are. But um, for my outside looking in team, it's going to be a surprise to a lot of people, maybe going to get a little bit more hate comments in this in the, the chat box. I have the Kansas City Chiefs as the team on the outside looking in. Um, hear me out before you hate me. Uh, I have them just outside of the top five for me due to the questions that still need to be answered on the offensive side of the ball. They've only been able to you know, score around 18 points a game against the Lions team that's not very good defensively. And Jacksonville, are they really superstars on that side of the ball? Um, the one bright spot for the Chiefs, and the reason why I wouldn't get mad at you outside of Patrick Mahomes being their quarterback, is their defense has actually been the better side of the ball for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career. Um, they've only given up 30 com – well, the defense has only given up 25 combined points in the first two weeks against two solid football teams. I just want to see a little bit more run scheme – in the play calling so that not everything's a Patrick Mahomes, you know, decision uh, simply because I don't think they had the wideouts to do it and they could easily jump into the top five. It's not like they're set in stone here. I mean, they're reigning Super Bowl champs for crying out loud. I just think, you know, they showed a little bit of vulnerability the first two weeks. Yeah. And that makes going into my number five really easy because I had the chiefs at number five, right? Uh, biggest reason their offensive weapons so far have looked a little weak, especially compared to the past Chiefs that we know, right? Um, 
their defense, like you mentioned, it looks like the strength of this team so far, right? I mean, in that Detroit game, they only really gave up 14 points. And that team is very likely 2-0 if it wasn't for Kendavious Tony dropping two passes, right? The one pass led to a pick six, and then the other pass would have been a conversion for a first down to put them into field goal range, right? So they're they're two drops away from potentially being 2-0. The defense has been great, right? And, you know, a good defense with Patrick Mahomes, I think that's a team that can still win football games despite... Uh, the lack of offensive weapons so far. I mean, they've only had Kelsey one game. He got a touchdown, right? Did what he was supposed to. But it'll be interesting to see what this team looks like going forward and to see if they bring in another weapon, trade for a wide receiver, um, or if they choose to just let it ride out and hope someone um, stands out. If you had to guess where the Chiefs are going to end up come the end of the year, are they going to be higher, lower, or right around this spot for you? I think they're going to be right around this spot. I don't think they'll be as successful a team in the regular season that we've seen in the past, but I still am confident that they will win the division and get to double-digit wins at least 10, if not 11 to 12. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. Um I'm going to actually go out on a limb here and say that they're going to return back to form as the best team in the AFC simply because I am loving what I see from their defense. Patrick Mahomes has never had a unit play this well for him in his entire career. And if you get, if you're basically asking Patrick Mahomes to only have to score 20 points to win you a football game, you're going to win a lot of football games. Even if you're throwing it to Kadarius Tony, who drops the ball every time he he gets a target. So uh, I think they're not going to be here for long. But as week two stands, after two weeks of the season, I can't rank them any higher than, I guess you could say, six. So uh, my number five, uh, a team that I had no expectations for going into the year. And I don't think this will be that much of a surprise for you because of our last episode. But the Baltimore Ravens, man, I'm really liking what they see. I think they're starting out with control of their division, 2-0, and with a good win against Cincinnati. Uh, they're gutsy and battle-tested. Lamar Jackson's completing over 70% of his throws. The scheme is short, quick passes uh, that are easy reads. And I think this is the best slate of offensive playmakers he's ever had in his career. A big negative, though, is they're missing Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore. The injury bug has kind of already hit this team, uh, which is a scary sight to see. Odell Beckham Jr. kind of went out with an ankle injury, even though it's probably not too serious. Um didn't really matter they're still able to find ways to win football games and that's just what happens when you have uh lamar jackson at quarterback he's done nothing but win his entire career when healthy and because of that i can't put him outside of the top five i think they are definitely in afc title contention this year yeah i can't disagree with you about the lamar jackson thing he just finds ways to win and especially with this new offense so far, he's still finding a way to win. He's succeeding. Um, he's doing well. I think their offense will continue to get better. I would personally problem, probably have them around 
seven or so. They have got off to a good start. I have been impressed. I wasn't super high on them to start the year. My biggest thing of having them a little lower is just because that first game was against the Texans, you know. That's a team that struggled. Not a super impressive win, but they did what they were supposed to do, so you can't hate on that, right? Supposed to beat that team. Supposed to only give up nine points. Um, it'll be interesting. This is a team I'd want to watch closely as the year goes on, especially in that division where Cincinnati may struggle. Cleveland and Pittsburgh might struggle to score. This this team might, you know, despite what I was thinking in the preseason, fighting for a wildcard team, they might start to become favorites to win their division in the next couple weeks here. Yeah, they, you know, they might mess around and have, you know, a top two record in the AFC simply because if Joe Burrow's as banged up as I think he is, which it's not looking good for him so far this year, uh, they're the favorite in that division. Uh, not a real big believer in Kenny Pickett and Deshaun Watson has yet to return to form after his massage therapy incidents. So they're going to probably win the division and they have a semi-easier schedule. It's not super easy. It's not super hard. So I wouldn't, you know, count out them being in contention to have the highest seed in the AFC. I do have one AFC team ranked higher than them, though. But uh, anyway, what, who's your number four in this week's power yeah. rankings? So my number four team is the Philadelphia Eagles. I put them at four. So... The Eagles so far this year, they've been good, but not great, right? They haven't looked as unstoppable as they looked last year, uh, mostly because they've taken leads against uh, the Patriots and the Vikings, and they let both teams come back against them, right? So they get off to these good starts. They kind of falter out a little bit, but they still find a way to finish the game so far. They can still run the ball. Still win. Um, I think they'll start to pick it up as the year goes on. I think it might just be a little bit of a slower start for this team. I thought they honestly improved in the offseason just because they got guys at the same type of level, but they were just younger. So I might be seeing some of that um, inexperience from these younger guys show right now to start the season. But uh, I couldn't put them. I didn't want to put them lower than four, just knowing that they're still winning these games. Yeah, uh, I am right on with you. I have the Philadelphia Eagles coming in right at four. Um, I think this is the perfect spot for them. They're still a crazy talented roster. Uh, Jalen Hurts is still playing good football. He's just, he struggled a bit more at the beginning of this season, especially in comparison to last year when he just took the world by storm. I think teams are kind of a bit more expecting what to happen with them. They're still able to win these games against uh, some quality opponents. I'm with you, though. It's just a little bit discerning how they get up to a big lead and then they blow that lead. Um, if you're as a team as talented as Philadelphia, you should be able to put these teams to sleep once you have them on the ropes. And a big thing is, is their defense is clearly just not, a, not the same as they were last year. Their defense was one of, if not the best defense in football last year. That is not the case this year, but they're still a talented group all around. So ranking them below four is just hate. So I think this is the perfect spot for them, though. 
Yeah, and when you look at this team, kind of like I mentioned, I think a big reason why the defense hasn't been as impressive this year is they have all those rookies from first and second year guys from Georgia, right? They keep yeah. picking all the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, Not a bad a great, strategy. Yeah, they've been a great program the last two years in college football. So ultimately, I think a lot of that comes down to youth. And as I mentioned before, I just think it's a unit that will keep improving throughout the season. And I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up higher on this list later on. But for right now, number four. Yeah. Well, let's take that right in number three. I think I have a wild guess of who your number three is. Yeah. So number three, I got the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Number three, Tua looks great again this year, right? He's showing... He not only can do it one year, he can back it up again. Even after all of the concussions, he's still all there, right? Tyreek Hill, still been great. He's still proving he's a top wide receiver in the NFL, right? Super dominant week one. Absolutely killed. Killed the Chargers, right? Um, the other impressive thing about Miami this year is their running game has been a lot better. Moster has got off to a monster start so far, right? Yes. This offense right Very now, they just... Much so. Yeah, they just look unstoppable, right? They look like the best offense in the NFL so far, right? And the, my only question about them right now is their defense, right? Like, they gave up points to Chargers, who have a good offense, right? Hard to stop them. Um, and then they played the Patriots the second game, which is a team that's not known for scoring. So I'm not surprised the Patriots didn't put up, you know, 30 high 20s Um on the Dolphins, but that's the side of the ball for the Dolphins I would want to watch as the year goes on because I'm feeling confident with Waddle, Hill, Tua, Mostert that this team's offense is going to be just as good, if not better, than last year. Yeah, I mean, retweet, man. Amen. I don't know what else to say. I have them at three as well. Uh, what I like the most, the only thing I'd add to what you had to say is they've won in two different styles, right? The first game was a historic shootout um, with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. And they go into New England and they play kind of this, you know, I can't really say grit and grind, but they dominated in the run. That's what it ended up winning in that football game. Now, Tua and Tyreek and Waddle, they all made plays. They're going to make plays no matter what. But the run game is what ended up winning them that football game. Um, and their defense came up, you know, with some timely turnovers to beat new England. So I am just really enjoying how they're able to adapt to the style, the play style of the team they're facing and ultimately win the game using their play style. I don't think there's a team that could survive a shootout against these guys. I agree with you. They're the best offense, and they have the most weapons in the NFL. Um, but going into New England and winning in that style of way is only a positive. Even though they didn't put up crazy numbers on offense, they were able to beat you in multiple ways, which is why I think they are the best team in the AFC right now. Yeah, and I like they were able to control the game, right? Like It felt like they had control over what was happening, which is usually how New England, I feel like, exactly. tries to play the game. Yep. And they were able to beat them at their own game. I mean, slightly different, more passing. But 
you know, that New England's a hard place to win it at, no matter if the Pats are having a great season or not. They're just a tough team in general. And, you know, I'm a big believer in Mike McDaniel. I think he's a great coach, and he's the perfect guy to have with this personnel. Yeah, I could not agree more. Um, so I have them locked in at three pretty firmly as well. Uh, but Philadelphia and Kansas City and Baltimore – in Miami, they kind of all, I think, are on that same tier. Uh, you could argue who's better all day, which way or not. But I think the top two are definitive. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You can switch the two, but they are on a tier by themselves. And I've said that from the beginning of the season. Um, you so have, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see who you have at two and who you have at one. Okay, okay, okay. I have my reasons, and they're not all separated right. by too much. So no, I don't think they are. I don't yeah, think yeah. they're too far off. We all know what so, the team, who the teams are. Yeah, uh, the teams who've been talked about the most by far. Um, number two, I got the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, they're my number two team. Their defense has been dominant. I think it's been the best part about that team in the first two games of the season. Honestly, um, they just. To shut out an NFL team that made the playoffs, I mean, I don't think the Giants are good. I've been saying that for a little bit now, but they didn't score any points in an NFL game, which is hard to do. And then against the Jets, um, they made life tough on Zach Wilson. They got a bunch of turnovers, right? Jets didn't score over 20. And they, despite, like, they couldn't run the ball, and so they just stopped running the ball, right? Which is what the Jets need to do to win games at this point, right? The biggest thing I want to see from this team, despite them not having any close games so far, is I want to see them get more touchdowns, right? They've gotten a lot of field goals so far, right? Five field goals in that last game. Um, I just want to see them finish more drives, put up more points, right? I think that will benefit them more in close games because they will play close games as the year goes on, right? They'll they play better teams. Um, I think if they can finish these drives, that's really what they need to if they're going to go out there and win a Super Bowl. Okay. And then you have, that means you have San Francisco at number one. I have the inverse of what Mm, you have. I'm leaning all the way in on the Dallas Cowboy hype train. And I hate saying that. Okay. I am not a Dallas Cowboy fan. There's, there's two types of people in America. Okay. There's people who like the Dallas Cowboys and there's everybody else who hates it. Okay. I'm on that side. I'm on with I'm on the majority of America. Well, maybe not the majority, but I'm on that side of America. A lot of cowboy fans. A lot of cowboy okay. fans. But I just can't deny the fact that they've only given up ten points in eight quarters of football in the NFL. And they've averaged thirty five points per game while doing that. So they've av- their average point differential in the first two weeks is thirty points. Thirty. Okay, the Giants and the Jets are definitely not the caliber of teams as like the the Rams and the Steelers are. But you've won both those games without without needing to score a touchdown from your offense. That's just ridiculous. Um that is the main reason why I have them above San Francisco. I think San Francisco has probably the most explosive two-way team. They're they're the only team that I think if there was a gunfight with Miami could have the weapons to survive. Um, 
And then their defense is the second best in the NFL, uh, right behind the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, they do have the two better wins in comparison to the Cowboys. I just, I mean, the point differential and the way the Cowboys have won is just insane. So that's why I have them at number one. So what what separates San Francisco from Dallas, even though I think it's close in your mind? Yeah. The reason I have the 49ers number one in my week two power rankings. Um, so Christian McCaffrey has been super dominant in these first yes. two weeks, right? Looked like the best running back in the NFL. Brandon Ayuk looks better, even better. He keeps getting better every year, right? Debo Samuel had a great second game. I think this team, like you mentioned, outside of Miami, probably has the best weapons and the NFL's second best weapons. I think they have more weapons than the Cowboys, and everyone's contributing so far for that team. In both of Dallas's games, in their first two games, right, only two games, not everyone's contributed in the same way in my eyes. And the 49ers' defense has still been really good, right? Um, it's been great. And then on top of that, Brock Purdy playing like he did last year and he looks super confident right like i can feel it when i see him when i see him play when i see his highlights right his body language he just looks confident he feels good he feels like he's that guy you can tell he has control over this team and this offense and so i like his ability to improve throughout the season and to just be that guy for them he might not be top five qb in the nfl but you know, they might not need that with this roster. And, you know, I just put the 49ers just a little bit above just because the offense has looked a little better for me. Okay. I think if I were to make a case for San Francisco, the only thing that they might have the slight advantage over Dallas in, because I think Dallas has a better defense, I do think Dallas has a better quarterback. Uh, they probably also have the best receiver of the bunch. Uh, C.D. Lamb exploded last week uh, for 150 yards um, against the Jets defense that, you know, was able to turn the ball over on Josh Allen four times in the same game. So uh, McCaffrey's the best running back. That's not really debatable. The only thing I think the Niners really have outside of maybe McCaffrey uh, that gives them the edge is Kyle Shanahan. So Mike McCarthy's not the caliber coach that Kyle Shanahan is. That would be your biggest argument for the 49ers at this point. If you were to, in my opinion, if you were to pick the Niners over the Cowboys, because the Cowboys, I think, have a better defense. They're just, they create turnovers like crazy. Um, they score more points than the offense does half the time. And uh, the offense, I think, will get going. I think it's better to be in the position that the Cowboys are in where they're trying to figure things out on offense and have a dominant defense than the other way around, right? So, yeah, I mean, they're splitting hairs. When is it? Week five or six when they play? Yeah, I think both teams will have played four games. So I think it's week five. So that will tell a lot. I think that game, everybody needs to circle their calendars because, again, it's the NFC preview. It's the NFC Championship preview. I'm telling you right now, I've been saying it since week one. These two teams, one of these two teams is going to win the Super Bowl. As it stands right now, I give Dallas the slight edge just because of how dominant they've been in these games. 
and that's not going to really change because they're playing Arizona this week. So maybe another shout out. Who knows? But yeah, I do. Uh, want, I wanted to add real quick as well. Another argument I have against Dallas is the fact that they're not going to play the Giants and the Cardinals every game, right? I feel like their defensive stats are a little inflated right now, right? They're not going to be able to do that every game against every team, especially because not only they'll play better teams, teams will have more film on them, right? Teams will be able to be a little more successful. I still feel like they're going to have a top five defense regardless, but I don't think what they're doing is as sustainable as what San Francisco has started out doing on the defensive side. And that's another reason why I feel like the Cowboys defense will come a little bit more down to earth, still be elite, but um, their offense will need to start picking it up in that case. As you mentioned, it might be better to start off that way um, in order for them to keep up their success throughout the season. Yeah, time will tell which one of these two teams emerges triumphant. I'm just putting my bets in now that it's going to be one of these two teams. So I'm going to that. Yeah. What? We're going to have to make you pick at some point. Make I'm going to probably only pick once it's the NFC Championship game when they play mm, each okay. other. So, all right, now I'm just going to be able to ride that two-team wave till at least week five. So, um, anyway, that's the second take week three, I guess. Week two. Week, week two, two power, power rankings. rankings. Yeah. Um, Week two recap power rankings. Let us know what you think in the comment section. And again, uh, subscribe to the channel. We are now going to transition into our favorite section, the wild crapshoot that is the pickums. I think last week I only got about 50% of my picks correct. Going to own it right here on the podcast. Lots of crazy stuff went down. Only the obvious picks came true. And some of those didn't even come true with the Giants almost blowing it. So, Oof. if the Cardinals weren't tanking, man, if they, the Cardinals I don't think weren't they tanking, would have won. I don't think they would have won. Anyway, we're going to get right started with Thursday night football the New York Giants versus the San Francisco 49ers. Do the Giants even have a chance? Nope. San Francisco is going to win this game. Uh, I don't think it'll be particularly close, at least 14 points. 49ers are going to lay the wood. On the Giants, no question about it. Moving on to one of the most intriguing games of the week. Comes from two 0-2 teams matching up. The Vikings versus the Chargers. Who you got? This is a hard game. Both of these teams are struggling, looking for wins right now. I'm going with, oh gosh, my gut. My gut's telling me I'm going with Justin Herbert and the Chargers to win this game. I do think it will be close because these teams are fighting for their seasons, right? Teams who go 0-2 don't make the playoffs very often. 0-3, nearly impossible. Yep, I am going with the Chargers as well. Um, Their offense has looked a little bit more consistent. And I think what's going to end up happening is... The Vikings might call it quits on Kirk Cousins. Uh, there might be a whole segment of will Justin Jefferson re-sign with this team uh, after going 0-3 if they do lose. There's a lot of storylines that can come out of this game. Uh, for, for both either, teams. Either way. Uh, Chargers. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, the Chargers might fire their coach. Kirk Cousins may be they out. They should either like, way. A lot, a lot can happen. Game. 
Yeah. So going to lean towards the Chargers just because I've, I think they've played better competition. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not Miami. a believer in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm leaning towards the Chargers there. Another interesting matchup, Saints versus the Packers. I'm going with the Packers. They lost a close game to Atlanta, a game they probably could have won, probably should have won. But New Orleans had another grinded-out close win against Carolina. They still haven't looked that impressive to me, but they're just better than these other teams so far. Uh, They haven't played anyone super talented yet. I'm going with Green Bay. I'm going the opposite there. I'm going with the Saints. I think it's going to be another slugfest. I think that's the brand of football that the Saints want to play. And I think that is going to uh, make Jordan Love, Love struggle a little bit. They're they're not going to have a ton of time of possession. I think the Saints are going to dominate the time of possession. Their defense is slightly better than the Packers. Um, it's going to be another close win for the Saints. The Saints, I don't think, are going to have a dominant win maybe even all year. But they still will probably win the division. So, yeah, I think slugfest, Saints win, but that really is a toss-up. And um, real quick, I think Jordan Love has had a really good start to the season. And they might have just hit and hit on three QBs in a row. He really has. I mean, everybody was calling for uh, Green Bay's management's neck once they drafted Jordan Love. And he's honestly proven a lot of people wrong, kind of under the radar. Yeah, to be honest, but he's I'm though. excited for him, excited for him. I'm glad that he he is playing well. Um, moving on, Texans versus the Jaguars. The mighty Texans at it again. Yeah, I'm going with Jacksonville. I uh, got them going back on track after a tough offensive week two against Kansas City. I don't think the Texans defense can contain ETN, Ridley, Lawrence, Zay Jones. I got Jacksonville. Yeah, nobody's ever going to pick the Texans to win ever. So, at least this year. So, go Jaguars. Unless they uh, play the Cardinals. On. Yeah, they, well, okay. There you go. That's the one game. Anyway, Texans or Texans-Jaguars is not going to be close. I think it's a 10-point victory for the Jaguars, like you said, and a bounce-back win. Uh, moving on, Broncos versus the Dolphins. Is it over? Gosh. Is it over for the Broncos? Hey, I just want to say 0-2 with a three-point differential. Negative hey. three, dude. They're close, but I'm going with Miami. I think it's going to be a close game. Denver always plays close football games, no matter who they play, whether the team is bad, whether the team is good. It will be a close game. I'm going with Miami, though. It sucks because Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are two historically great football minds. And it's definitely not been Russell Wilson's fault that not they this started year. out on two yeah. this year. The defense, They're going to start out 0-3, though. The Dolphins are too explosive on the offensive side of the ball. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos shock the world here. But I can't choose them. Yeah, real they quick. Just, they'd never win. In real quick, just tough situations. Yeah, just because it's my favorite team, I have to talk a little more about them, right? They're, the biggest reason their offense struggled in week one, they only got six possessions. Right, and that scored on a lot of them. Yeah, exactly. Russell Wilson has been pretty good to start the year. He has a couple of bad fumbles, but overall, he's looked a lot better. This defense, which is weird, because their defense has always been good with the bad offense. If the defense can just get better to start the season, 
they might be okay, even though they there's a big chance they might go 0-3 and start in a deep hole that they probably won't be able to come out of. Yeah, it's unfortunate because they missed their two opportunities to start the year right um, with the Raiders and the Commanders. And losing those two teams, man, it just to, losing to those two teams really just puts you in a hole that I don't think they're going to recover from. Yeah, can't disagree. Uh, moving on to two teams that I really don't have any interest or any idea where to go. Titans versus the Browns. Oh, Titans versus this Browns. This is a coin toss game for me. You're right. This is a pretty close game. I'm going to go with Tennessee, despite how I was feeling about them to start the year. I just, I'm not a big believer in Cleveland, especially Deshaun, Deshaun Watson has not looked good. They just lost Nick Chubb, right? I mean, I know Jerome Ford, the backup, was decent. After Chubb went out, he had a good game. But, you know, Tennessee's played better than I thought they would to start the year, despite Tannehill's awful first game. I do think this will be a lower-scoring game, but I'm going, going with Tennessee. I can't hate you there. I'm just going to pick the Browns out of the sake of just to be different. Um, but flip a coin, ask Siri which team will win, and go with that because, honestly, who really knows here? Both teams are similar talent levels. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson's look terrible. So yeah, that's why if I were to pick the Titans, I would just say because Deshaun Watson sucks. Anyway. Moving on from the massage therapist, Lions versus the Falcons. My game of the week. Mm. Lions versus Falcons, who you got? This is a big game, but I'm going with the Lions. I think the Lions are going to win that division. They're a good football team, right? They lost to a good football team in the Seahawks in overtime last week, right? Played the Chiefs in a really close game. Well, Atlanta has gotten off to a good start. I don't think they've played the caliber of teams Detroit has. I'm going with Detroit, especially I think they're at home too. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Lions bounce back. I think it's going to be a competitive game. It's going to be close. Uh, it's going to be high scoring, like almost every Lions game is. So I just kind of trust Jared Goff a little bit more than Desmond Ritter. And that's going to probably be the difference maker here. Lions win in a close one. Um, moving on to division rivals that no one will care about after this year, after this week. Not after this year, but after this week. Patriots versus Jets. A Man. slugfest. Who the crap knows what will happen here? I am going with the Jets. I think their defense will have a bounce-back week, be a lot better. I think they're going to make a more a bigger effort to run the ball with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall, right? Two really good running backs. I don't think New England will be, be able to score enough against the defense, especially if the Jets control the running game. I'm going with the Jets. I'm actually going with the Patriots. I think they're going to get their first W against the mighty Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Uh, simply because they don't have Zach Wilson on their team. <laughs> so, you like Mac Jones better than Zach Wilson? Yes. I think almost anyone likes Zach, Mac Jones better than Zach Wilson. Fair enough. Not by much, though. So, yeah, it might not be much, but it's enough to be the difference in this game. So... Uh, really wouldn't be surprised if the Jets pull it out, but I do think the Patriots get their first one on the year against the mighty Zach Wilson. Uh, moving on, we got the Bills versus Commanders. An um, overachieving team in the Commanders versus a team that 
some might consider underachieved to the, at this point of the year. You know, it's only two uh, weeks. Yeah. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills in this one. I think they're going to keep playing like they did against the Raiders last week. I think they settled in after a rough week one. Uh, if the Commanders win, I will say things will get really interesting looking at that team, but I don't think they will. Buffalo. I agree with you. I think the Bills hand Washington their first loss in a game that might be a little bit closer than it should be in my mind. Uh, but still, they're going to have the Commanders first loss. Moving on to another game that I don't think will be interesting. Colts versus Ravens. My team, yeah. Indianapolis Colts. Woo! There you go. Um, Especially because I don't know if Anthony Richardson's going to even play this week. He got a concussion last week. I'm going with Baltimore. Still probably would have picked them anyways. Team's looking good so far, right? They're playing a team that's, you know, mediocre. They're okay, but they're definitely a more talent than right now. Baltimore. You're not a believer in Garner Minshew. No. Okay. I, li- yeah, I like Anthony Richardson, but Minshew, yeah. Baltimore gets the win. I do think the Colts will look a little look competitive, maybe throughout three quarters. Yeah. Um, but the Ravens will pull away with this one. Uh, Seahawks versus the Mighty Panthers. Bryce Young, five foot five, Oompa Loompa. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. I still really like this team. Bounce back from that really rough week one against the Seahawks. Right, played a lot better offensive game. I'm going with the Seahawks again. I don't think this game will be super close either. I'm thinking like 14-ish points they win by. Yeah, Seahawks win this one. Uh, Bryce Young will have to wait for his first NFL career W. And I think that loss against the Rams will actually not be as bad as we currently think it is. Um, even though it was a blowout, I think the Rams are a little bit more competitive than we might have thought coming into the year. But Seahawks win that one. Another ugly game. Chiefs versus Bears. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lots Kansas of ugly City. games this week. Kansas City um, Chiefs. I don't think the Bears are good. They're kind of in that three-team contention right now for the first for, overall yeah. pick. Mm-hmm. Amen. Justin Fields hasn't looked like he's gotten better. Doesn't look like he's a great passer so far. We'll see as the year goes on, but I'm starting to lose faith in him a little bit. Um, I'm going with the Chiefs, especially with the way that defense has looked. C.J. Stroud has already looked like a better quarterback than Justin Fields, and he hasn't even won his first game yet. Oh, yeah. Um, So Chiefs win this one. Shouldn't be close. It's the NFL, but Chiefs win this one. Not really a debate here. Another crazy, ugly game, Cowboys versus Cardinals. Cowboys, I don't think it will be close. The If anything, the Cardinals proved that they were tanking last week after taking, they're up like 20 points at one point in that game, let the Giants come back and win. They're not trying to win football games. Dallas wins by a lot. Yep. Will this be a shutout? Will the point differential be 40 points? I don't know, but it will be a blowout, and the Cowboys yeah. will win this one. A game that might be more interesting than people think, Steelers versus the Raiders. This is this is an interesting game. I like the Steelers in this game. Their defense is really good right now. Um, you know, they lost to San Francisco. That's a good team. Bounce back against Cleveland. Uh, I'm not a big believer in the Raiders at this point. Um, I think they... You know, even in their win against the Broncos, they only scored 17 points, 10 points week two. Josh Jacobs has really struggled to get going. They might not have Adams. They might not have 
Uh, Myers due to concussion. I'm going with the Steelers. Both teams have struggled on the offensive side of the ball to start the year. But only one team has a legit defense. So Steelers are going to win this one. I think it will be a little bit close. I think it's going to be kind of the same brand of win that the Steelers did against the Browns. Kind of a slugfest. Closer game than it should be, you know, a type of win for the Steelers. Um, a matchup of two undefeated teams headed into Monday Night Football. Surprise, surprise. One was a very big surprise. One was not so much. The Eagles versus the Bucks. Hey, did the Bucks pull it off? I don't think they're going to this week, but if they do, I might have to reevaluate what I thought about them to start the year and Baker Mayfield specifically. But we'll see. I'm going with the Eagles. I think they're just the more dominant team. They have way more talent overall, right? Um, Tampa Bay is kind of a team. We saw them last year. Like, there's no way they're going to be better than last year, right? I mean, like Tom Brady's gone, but. Hey, you never know. I'm still going with the Eagles. If the Bucks win this game, I will have to personally issue an apologize to the entire NFC South because I thought they were in contention for the worst division in football. They have three 2-0 teams heading into week three. Um, Eagles are going to win this game. I won't have to issue that apology. <laughs> Not yet. And this will be the beginning of the end for Baker Mayfield's run. So that's my prediction. But who knows? Baker Mayfield's been proven doubter since day one. That's been his storyline heading into the NFL. So we'll see. I the Eagles should win this one. Um, yeah. Last game of the week. Probably one of the most intriguing storylines, kind of under the radar here, with the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals heading into the final slate of games. This game is a lot more interesting now especially if Joe Burrow doesn't play with this injury. This game is really pressing on the Cincinnati Bengals. And, oh, I know I said on the last podcast, I came out and I said, the Cincinnati Bengals will be okay. If Joe Burrow's hurt, the Cincinnati Bengals will not be okay. (laughs) I'm picking the Rams to win this game. They have better weapons at wide receiver than I thought they did to start the year. Nakua... He's been playing good. They had Atwell, who's also been playing good, little 5'9 guy, but he's been good. Still can't run the greatest, but they're better than I thought they were to start the year. I'm going with the Rams. I think a banged-up Joe Burrow, I don't think the Bengals are going to be able to get this done. They might be in trouble this year. They are in trouble this year. They are, yeah. I 100% agree. Rams send the Bengals into an 0-3 hole that they will never recover from. Puka Magic, he's going to find the end zone for the first time in his career. And I think the Rams pulled this one out uh, simply because I don't know where Joe Burrow's at right now. He's not looked good. He's clearly playing through an injury, uh, and he might not even play. So going with the safer pick, which is funny to say, going with the Los Angeles Rams, I think they'll move up to 2-1, and one, and they might be competing for a playoff spot come the end of the year. Yeah, I mean— I had kind of a surprise, but, you know, Matthew Stafford didn't have his best year last year. He's gotten off to a lot better start this year. Even the pick he threw last week wasn't even his fault. Bounced off his running back's hands. Like, he's got off to a good start. Kind of like I mentioned, it looks like their defense has been better than I thought, even after getting rid of some of their key guys on that side when they had won the Super Bowl. So, you know, Sean McVay's probably, 
if especially if they win this game, get off to that two and one start, Sean McVay might be doing his best coaching job so far in his career, considering who's on that team. Yeah, you're not wrong with anything that you just said. Um, I know that the last podcast I kind of bashed on Justin Herbert, rightfully so. And a lot of questions uh, there. The comparison I made was Kirk Cousins. I think a more just comparison for Justin Herbert is Matthew Stafford when he played for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Um, very talented, rocket arm, clearly a, a top talent in the NFL, just could never win football games. I think that's kind of a similar career arc that Justin Herbert's headed down. So for all of you that are Justin Herbert defenders that wake up, you know, reliant on whether or not I agree with you about Justin Herbert, that's probably a more apt comparison. Kirk Cousins still has a better win percentage. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that is our podcast for today. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you like our content, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, Give us a follow on Spotify. Check out our TikToks. And until next time, DraftKings, hit us up. Hit us up, baby.